you should bring her to this movie. Just saying. It's the best way to get your girl to go to the movie. <laughs> That's gonna stay in there, you know that, right? That you the whole uh, thing you got. It's the, staying in there. Uh, <laughs> I clicked it and then right as soon as it started recording, you're like, if your girl likes shirtless men Listen, that's gonna be the intro. It's not even gonna be a song. If your girl likes shirtless men, take her to go see this movie. That's not even we're not gonna put the song or do anything like that. That's exactly what it's gonna be. Alright, Michael, you ready to jump into this? Yeah. Alright. Welcome to Agent Blue, your comic book explosion podcast. I'm George Green. I'm Michael Banana III. And we're here to talk to you today about the Black Panther movie. We went to go see it Thursday as per usual. And I'm not going to lie, I said this about Thor Ragnarok. Now I'm going to say this about Black Panther. This is my new favorite Marvel movie. I think it's just every movie that comes out is just going to be my new favorite. And then everything else is just going to be my old favorite. Yeah. You know? This one was pretty good, though. Was it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't know much about Black Panther. I actually, I'm not going to lie. This is one of the few characters you'll hear me admit that I know pretty much nothing about. Uh, but, however, before watching the movie, I did extensive research. I listened to one of our... Not our. One of the other podcasts I listened to called um, Geek History Lesson, and they had an episode on Black Panther. So I had a complete rundown like I was in history class in high school. Nice, nice. I mean, the only uh, Black Panther experience, mm-hmm. <laughs> flashing history in Wakanda, the only experience I have with Black Panther is pretty much like the Ultimate Avenger movie and um, like the Secret War event with Doctor Doom. And where he gets the Infinity Gauntlet and then brings all the Marvel zombies. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And I know a little bit about the Illuminati, but I feel like Black Panther to me is one of those characters where I didn't really cause much of a, an interest into me until, you know, Civil War came along. And I was like, oh, okay, Black Panther's pretty cool. But, um... Just, it's not like... How many people actually care about um, political... Uh, Superheroes, political superheroes. He's a king. He's a king. He has to deal with all this stuff over here, but like the majority of fans rather see like let's just see a bunch of guys beat each other up. Yeah, yeah. like that's usually what people I want mean, to see. I like uh, Ulysses Claw. I mean, I, I know nothing about him as well. I just know he's got a hand. It's not there, and it's in the comics. He <laughs> actually got cannon. In the comics, he actually is the man who killed uh, Black Panther's father. Okay. T'Chaka. In, yep, T'Chaka was killed by Ulysses Claw instead of an explosion. But I mean, the movie uh, did what it could just to set up what it needed to. Um, and of course, we had a completely different backstory for Claw in the movies in the movie, as yeah. well. We saw that advance through, you know, Age of Ultron. And then up into Black Panther. Um, so I guess now we're getting into the spoilers and the, the nitty-gritty, meaty part of the movie. Um, About 90% of the movie takes place in Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. Wakanda was such a nice place. It was. It kind of... Um, it's going to help usher in the new era of Marvel movies because at the end of the movie... 
they decide Wakanda decides to no longer be an isolated nation. They decide to turn to the world and kind of like America. Offer their help. <laughs> Except for Wakanda's a lot more technologically advanced and not as evil. It's like it's like if Japan and China had a baby and then it came back from fifteen years in the future and brought all the technology back with it. That's Wakanda. Um the technology that but it's in Africa. Wakanda, yeah, but it's in Africa. The technology that Wakanda has is really just solely based off of the vibranium and which is from space. Which is from space. Now, the interesting part about it is they have all these technological advancements and things that they've learned from the vibranium. So I'm thinking that it it really it really makes sense why Thanos is attacking Wakanda. In the Infinity War trailer, I think he's just going after the vibranium because I'm. It potentially is. It looks like it's a it's a super material. You know, it, it's got data. It's you know, it could potentially even be an Infinity Stone or some sort of like cosmic. Uh, entity in the of sorts. Um, in the movie, we saw that um, Shuri made a suit. The suits, uh, if you hit it. It stores the energy, and then you can release it as a blast. That's actually the natural nature of vibranium. It's a reflector of hit. Like, you hit it as hard, and it's going to hit you back. That's actually how vibranium works. Okay, yeah. Again, I did a bunch of research. You did a bunch of research. (laughs) A bunch of research that had anything to do with Black Panther. So, I've also noticed um, this movie likes to do... What the most of the comic books we've been reviewing like to do, you know? Oh, thirty years ago. Oh, I wonder how we got. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, let's start in the past. We go back to the future. Go back to the past. Like, it's not confusing. They do a very good way of telling the story. Um, they they do it to set up what's gonna happen, and then they go back to it later right. to show more. They don't like give too much away when they go back in time until like the time it's needed to release right. the information. Right. Um. I really like the main villain, Eric Killmonger. Um, Ulysses Claw is one of my favorite villains in all of Marvel movies, aside from Loki. And, spoiler alert, I'm upset that he dies. Why are you saying spoiler alert? Spoiler alert. This is that's like a major spoiler in the movie. This is the first like major spoiler. Um, Marvel went back to killing their enemies. I'm glad Marvel went back to killing people. Okay, I like when people die in movies because they some people just need to die. All right, they just do. Like Yandu, he does not have had to die, but he needed to die. Um, I feel like Loki needs to die. He's not going to die. He's not going. No, he's done. That mother lover is gonna get murked in the mouth not gonna lie because I feel like he's gonna cross Thanos and Thanos is gonna cross him off the board yeah that if Loki dies in the movie that's why he's gonna die in the movie maybe that's what they've been waiting for they've been setting him up getting people all ready for Loki and then like oh nope he, he dies now he's gonna die a hero's death though like Yandu did I'm gonna save everybody and then he's gonna die um Back, back to Black back Panther. Back to the, the Black Panther. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. I feel like Marvel needed this movie in their universe. This is like, they're going kind of back to their roots with their, like, this is a solo movie. This is about Black Panther, for Black Panther, 
And the only thing that would make it not a solo... Well, there's two things that would make it not a solo movie. You got the end credit scene, which of course every Marvel movie has an end credit scene that really doesn't have to do anything with the plot. And it's a Marvel movie, so they do throw little sprinkles in there, you know, um, of other aspects of the universe. Just to And before you think that Everett Ross is just like, oh, he's part of the whole Marvel universe, so like, just have him connected. Actually, apparently in the comics, he's more like an adoptive best friend brother to Black Panther in the comics. But, of course, they got rid of that in the movie. Yeah, that's alright. Um, I mean, overall, movie-wise, it was a good movie. 10 out of 10, 15 out of 10, 100 out of 10. I mean, I would recommend you go see it. Go see it twice. Go see it with your girlfriend. See it with your brother. See it with your mother. It's very funny. Well, the story of Black Panther. His father dies. All right. He becomes a Black Panther. He gets challenged for the throne by... Uh, in the comic, his name is Manape. I'm just going to call him Manape because I forget the name that they um, used in the movie. So he gets challenged... For the throne, because every time the king, there's a new king, there's there's a, a a challenge, and you fight either to the death or till someone taps out. And this that's kinda, the best way to give you a new king every once in a while. Yeah, it is, it is. They the 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 would be usurpers of the throne, which would be other. Clans. But it would be illegal. Yeah, it's it's pretty much the other clans like leader. Like each tribe has their own leader, and then they're they all fall underneath the king. Of it's Wakanda. like if every governor fought the president to become the president. That would make America a lot more interesting. You have to fight to the death to become the president. But governors and senator members and congress members could challenge the president to take over his throne and fight, and if they kill him, they can become the president. But then we're going to get a lot of would-be dictators in there, too, to just, like take over everything but then once they take over you can challenge them to a fight and kill them and then now you're the president yeah and then you could take over the united states with a complete military force <laughs> but anyways um so black panther fights for Man. the for for the throne and uh it doesn't look like he's gonna win at first but, but obviously he does. he does. He's Black Panther. But it kind of shows like his character in this fight. You know, he has the chance to kill him, and he's just telling him like, just tap out. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to kill you. Just tap out, and you know, we're done. Like that's it. And, I feel like and if he, did, he didn't he, he tap did. out though, if he didn't tap out, well, he would have to kill him, and that would that would yeah be... no. But I mean, in the position they were in, if he didn't tap out. They would have both died because T'Challa was all the way off the edge holding his arm. Like, tap out. We're both dead. This is true. This is true. But this is also, it was also like a super foreshadow. I mean, if you want to be real. Super foreshadow. Um, So, obviously Black Panther wins. The whole ceremony. Uh, Really, the only thing I know about the Black Panther is... When you are the Black Panther, you can tap in to, like, the ancestry of the Black Panther, and you can, like, they share knowledge and skill and etc. Um, and the they movie, did show a little bit of it. In I the mean, movie, that's how it is. I feel like the Black Panther is just a warrior with the the strength, the enhanced strength and agility and etc. Um, but they do get to meet their ancestors like that. If you know about... Um... The Iron Fist. It, that's the best um, way to explain how it works. Um, 
they're meant to protect Wakanda. Only Wakanda, but, you know, they can leave unlike um, people in Kunlun. Yeah, this is true. Um, so, he takes over the throne, Black Panther does, T'Challa, and the his, his like, first duty as king kind of comes up about, as him in the form of Ulysses Claw. They... Ulysses Claw and team, uh, Eric Killmonger is whoever, and the rest of his his crew, uh, steal a vibranium artifact out of a museum in Great Britain, I believe, or London, somewhere in that yeah. general area. Um, and the Wakandans catch wind of it that Ulysses Claw is doing some stuff right now, and so they set out to find them. So yeah, so his first. His first decree as king is I'm going to go find Ulysses Claw And I'm not going to kill him I'm going to bring him back here And we're going to bring him to justice People didn't quite like that idea they at didn't, first they didn't. Not really at first But some people did like it So obviously he goes out And finds out that that uh, Ulysses Claw is Has a deal to sell Something with to somebody else the, which is the US government which was the US government you know wink wink nudge nudge US government's selling things to illegal people and doing bad things behind everybody's back but we're not gonna talk about that out loud um <laughs> so Black Panther and his team bump uh, into Everett Ross bump into Everett Ross in Korea where they're at this like secret underground club where all the bad people meet very much a casino. Pretty much a, an underground casino. But anyways... Stanley um, shows up. There's the Stanley cameo where Black Panther just plays... I think he was playing like... Whatever game it, it looked was. like craps, but I'm not sure. I'm not a casino person. And he plays. He wins. Everett Ross, as he's walking away, he tells Everett Ross, you know, don't get in my way. And he's walking away. And then Stanley just kind of comes over and he takes Black Panther's chips. I'm just going to add these over pull here. Pull these over here for safekeeping. You know, that's a lot of money. So... Um, I really want someone to make a mention of Stan Lee being in every movie. Like somebody in, like well, in one Guard- of the Marvel movies. Was it Guardians? Yeah, but they didn't make a mention. Thor, it was Guardians of the Galaxy, where he is talking to, to the, Watcher. the Watchers, telling them about all the no. things he had done. I want like you remember in the first Guardians of the Galaxy where um, Rocket's looking at Stan Lee. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Yo? Where's your wife? Where's your, where's your wife? I mean, I feel like they need to do something like that, but then it's like somebody needs to recognize him. And be like I've seen that guy like a bunch of times before, in like mad different areas. Like I've seen him in space and I've seen him on Earth. Something's up with this dude. And I feel like they need to have maybe a conversation. With war. Him. Maybe they have. They should have a conversation with him. Maybe. I maybe the worst gonna, thing just came to my mind. They're gonna defeat Thanos with Stanley. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Stanley yeah. is gonna be the one to defeat Thanos. No. The this is what I was just thinking. He's going to be like eternity. It'd be just the, snap it would be like the last but not last. Like you would think it's the last but it's not the last cameo of Stanley. Stanley quote unquote dies. He's one of the casualties. And some and one of the Avengers looks down at him and is like, I've seen this guy too many times. <laughs> I've seen this guy before. <laughs> I've seen this guy. And another guy goes like, yeah, I have too. Like everybody has seen him. They're like, oh, that's weird. And then the next movie that they have, Stanley should show up again. And then everyone's going to freak out. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm going to be honest with you. Even though we're, we were talking about Black Panther, 
in Infinity War, I think they're going to defeat Thanos with one thing. Stanley. A dance-off. <laughs> Star-Lord's going to challenge Thanos to a dance-off. He's going to win, and then Thanos, is, it's going to be a bargain, all right? So Doctor Strange is going to do a bargain with Thanos. If, if, if Star-Lord beats you in a dance-off, you have to leave Earth forever. Wait, hold. So what you're telling me is... Um, and then Spider-Man's going to use his instant kill mode on him. So what's going to happen is... Thanos comes and he gets a hold of not only the Infinity Gauntlet and the remaining stones, he also gets the original Iron Man suit from the cave, right? He gets that and then he, (laughs) you know, has to fight them. Tony Stark breaks that suit like he did with Obadiah Stane, then a dance-off, then a bargain, then instant kill. Then instant kill. That's exactly how it's going to happen. All right. 100%. But <laughs> back to Black Panther. All right, cuz we're getting way too off track. So that's why it's fun. The whole thing with Ulysses Claw and meeting the US government and selling things goes real south real fast because one of Black Panther's bodyguards is noticed and the fight I've ensues. I've been made. I've and the fight ensues. You know, Ulysses Claw crazy fight. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh jeez. It's it's nuts. All right. Ulysses Claw gets away in his group of big old trucks and Black Panther and company chase him down. And they catch him because it's a superhero movie. It was a great chase scene too. It's it was one of the better chase scenes. I mean, like really. It was a really good chase scene for a a, a superhero movie. Um, very funny too. They 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 have a really good, uh, comedic break in this movie. For every like serious moment, it was a very good comedic break. That's what made this movie good. It was very um serious but very funny. Yes, and it was very true and to the character from what I've discovered through researching about the character. I mean, there's one thing that I didn't quite get, the fact that the mother was alive because his first, like, his husband's, not his husband, his father's wife died giving birth to T'Challa, and then he had a stepmom who left. So, like... The fact that he had a mom in the movie. They're just, they're just changing some things. They, it, she needed to be in the movie. It honestly. didn't bother me. Honestly, she was one of my favorite characters. It didn't him bother and, me. Her and, her and his sister were my favorite characters. Um, but I feel like this movie did a very good job at being serious and funny at the same time. But and it also did a good job at like pulling through its roots. Because um, like, it really played on the... Like the African American superhero, like they really played on with the African culture. Yeah, they really they played on it that. Was very, very took a whole bunch of stuff yeah. from different cultures with inside the African culture and made the best uh, Wakanda you can possibly make out of all of this. You know, right? Um. So we'll continue with the movie. Um, after. Black Panther and company capture Ulysses Claw. Everett Ross comes up and saves Black Panther's other two team members, and then they go and capture Claw. But Black Panther is literally holding Claw by his shirt and about to like stick his vibranium claws through his chest, and Everett Kill Ross him. is like looking at him like, "Yo, like we can't do this here. This the world is watching." 
Yeah. And so they just kind of... Also, you're in front of an American officer who will have to take you down. Yeah. Will fail at taking you down. And then you'll run away and get away. And then you can't get arrested because you're in your own country and no one's going to... Also, you supposedly have diplomatic immunity because you are a king. So, while in custody of the U.S. government... Eric Killmonger goes ahead and breaks Ulysses Claw out. But before that, we get the part in the trailer where, what do you really know about Wakanda? This is true. This is true. And it really throws Everett Ross off. Because he's like, you know, oh, it's a third world country. And he's like, no. No, no it's not. Not even close to a third world country over here. Ulysses Claw gets broken out. Everett Ross gets shot. They And Ulysses Claw dies. Pretty much. Like, a lot of people die and get hurt. So, Everett Ross goes over to Wakanda, and Eric Killmonger also makes his way towards Wakanda. Well, Everett Ross gets brought to Wakanda because he got shot, and they needed to heal him. This is true. This is true. He didn't just, like, follow with them there. They brought him there because they shot him straight in the back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everett Ross wakes up in Wakanda. In a very high-tech area. In a very high-tech he, area. He's like, where are we? Are we in Wakanda right now? Is what he asks. And Black Panther's sister tells him, yes, yes, we are. We are in a, a mountain surrounded by vibranium. And, you know, he shows her. She, she shows Everett Ross all this technology that they have. And around this time is where... Um, Ulysses Claw or not Ulysses Claw well yeah technically Ulysses Claw but Eric Killmonger shows up to the outskirts of Wakanda with the body of Ulysses Claw and is found by one of the tribes um, that kind of protect the borders of Wakanda and like everyone's going crazy at this point trying to find Black Panther it was Panther. the females right it was, it, was, it was a guy. It was a guy. It was like Black Panther's like best friend. Yeah. Then yeah. hates him later in the movie. Um, doesn't hate him. He just doesn't agree with yeah, everything. Doesn't agree him. with everything. So, Eric Killmonger brings Ulysses Claw body, knowing that the Wakandans want Ulysses Claw. And they... Everyone's going crazy. Black Panther's kind of missing right now. He's with his ex-girlfriend. You know, they get a hold of him. Still in love with. 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 Still in love with. They get a hold of him. He he goes, and there's a whole kerfuffle that goes on in the throne room. Eric Killmonger comes up into the throne room, and he's pretty much challenges Black Panther for the throne. And they wouldn't let him do it if he hadn't shown them his code on the his, his lips. He is of royal bloodline, like we said. How the movie starts off in a um, like past in, in a past sequence. Black Panther, the Black Panther at the time, Chachaka, and his brother, who was the prince of Wakanda, were who was sent to America to kind of like look over things and whatnot. He fell. The brother fell in love with an American woman and, and had, had a child, which is Eric Killmonger. Yeah. Who you know they, he was afraid that the, the Wakandans wouldn't accept him, so the prince of Wakanda helped Ulysses Claw steal a bunch of vibranium, and then. T'Chaka found out and pretty much killed his own brother. So that's why that's Eric Killmonger's. There was no pretty much. He, he did. did. Like, he did. That's Eric Killmonger's backstory. Backstory, really. And his reasoning behind wanting the throne. Well, he, in Wakandan fashion, they give him the chance to. So they strip T'Challa's powers. They fight. T'Challa loses and falls right off that cliff. Right off the cliff. So in this sequence, his girlfriend and T'Challa's sister and mother all 
escape with Everett Ross, Wakanda, because they know that Eric Killmonger is about to just mess some things up around here. And they become the resistance. And so Eric Killmonger gets the power of the Black Panther, has the shamans burn all of the plants that give the Black Panther his power. But except for a secret stash. Except for a secret stash stolen by T'Challa's girlfriend. And just just to just to, to use it. So they go and see um what is it? Silverback? The man ape. The man ape. Yeah. I I I, 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 don't, I, prom- I know I, nothing about Black Panther. I know I I I I am sorry that I can't remember his name in the movie, but his character is Manape from yeah. the comics. So, so the resistance of Wakanda goes to Manape and pretty much tells is, him is, that he has to fight. They have to fight, and he's like, "You know what? Come here. I have to show you something." And da 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 da. T'Challa laying in snow. In snow, they use the uh, heart-shaped herb and pretty much revive T'Challa. He has a sequence with his father. He yells at him. He's like, "How dare you guys? You know, shut yourselves off from the world like this. You know, the world couldn't use our help. The world needs our help, and you guys left them to do nothing but rot and die." So. During this sequence of T'Challa trying to get some help, you know, taking Wakanda back from Eric Killmonger. Eric Killmonger is helping the rest of the world, and all of Wakanda's little sleeper agents are going to start toppling some governments here. And he starts sending them the vibranium weapons that they have. Hey, remember when we were talking about dictatorship? Here we are. Here we are. Dictatorship. T'Challa gets the power of the Black Panther back. And he decides that he's just going to go take on Eric Killmonger himself. And the final battle for the movie begins. All the groups uh, gather to fight. It becomes sort of a war. A a a civil civil war war between everybody in Wakanda. You got the best friends pitted against the best friends. And then the Dora Milaje, which is all the all-women group... um, did they mention their name in it? Their name is the Dora Milaje. Yeah. No, they did. All right. They did. All right. What they mentioned. So, the leader and the Dora Milaje goes with Black Panther, and then everybody else is with the with Killmonger, and they all just fight, and a whole bunch of war and bloodshed happen. Of course, uh, Black Panther and Killmonger... Uh, get separated from the pack because they use all their awesome abilities because of the heart-shaped herb and they just have one heck of a battle like straight up goes back and forth but of course um, Killmonger dies because Marvel went back to killing their heroes. Not heroes, sorry. They went back to killing their villains. He kills Eric Killmonger, but not before he takes him to go see the Wakandan sunset. Yeah. And then he tells Eric Killmonger that, you know, we probably could save you. Well, and... he he does, like, kill Killmonger, but the knife is just... Sitting there. It's the only there. reason he's still alive. And then he brings him to the sunset... It's like here you can finally see this because you've been see you've been told about the sunset your whole life and it shows that sequence right uh, again flashback to the days of old the days the days of old and in which uh, case um, he's like I don't want you to save me because then if you save me you win so he just pulls a knife out and dies, and dies. then an uncredit then a mid credit scene. Um, 
I forget what the mid credit scene was because I've been so focused on the end credit scene. The end credit scene. Yeah. What was the mid credit scene? I forgot. Oh my, okay, we're not talking about the mid credit scene apparently. Um, but the end credit scene was hilarious because it's just a bunch of kids standing over somebody. It's like, oh no, he's waking up, and they run. And then the guy who comes out is Silver Fox. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, yeah, Silver Fox. I think call him White Wolf. Um, yeah, no, um, it's. Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes, the, the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. And they call him White, ba- uh, White, Wolf. White Wolf. Here's the thing, though. Because of the intense amount of research that I did into Black Panther, um, I realized that that was completely comic book inaccurate because White Wolf is actually the brother of um, Black Panther. Is the name? It's the name given to his brother. So this is, could be a foreshadowing to a uh, buddy cop movie between the Winter Soldier and Black Panther, maybe. It could. So they could potentially be doing, you know, Winter Soldier. I'm assuming is going to be the next Captain America. Yeah. And then Bucky Barnes and T'Challa are just going to be best friends, and boom. I I don't see why they wouldn't be best friends. I mean, he was willing to let a white boy in. Yeah. White boy. That, that they re- constantly make jokes about the fact that there's a white boy on their side. That's right. And so that was the end of the the movie. That's it. He's eating a fish. Stick. I am. I'm hungry. I drank a lot last night. We we have a new person living in this apartment. I'm not. I don't live here. But he's just cooking a whole bunch of food, and that that's what the clanking and everything is. It's just him giving us all food. We're just working on, <laughs> you know, gaining weight and stuff. Actually, open soda during the podcast. You're going, you're going vegan right now. Uh, I am. That's delicious. Um, I guess that's all we have right now. Um. And we don't really have much else to talk about because no. throughout this entire thing, we continuously talked about a whole bunch of other stuff, stuff that yeah. we could have done at the end of this. Um, but there is a Jesus note. Uh, a because single one Jesus note. <laughs> there's no other characters to talk about. Um, the thing that it made me think of is, if you remember both, well, it happened three times in the movie because Black Panther took the stuff to become normal and then drank it again and went under and rose again and so did Killmonger and then T'Challa did it again um, what it really made me think of was 2 Corinthians 5.17 um, 2 Corinthians 5.17 is um, he who is with in Christ the old has died and the new has come it's a rebirth because you are in touch with the one true king, the actual king of kings, and not Black Panther when he gets all the ancestor stuff. Uh, but in the movie, it really um, reflects that in a way because you see um, him coming from one side of humanity to them becoming new uh, after connecting with his ancestors, connecting with the old kings. Similar to 2 Corinthians 5.17 and Jesus dying and rising again. And you have died with and rose again. And that's really, they quite literally had him buried and then rise again. And so that's what the whole, that whole section right there made me think of. And 
ever since I saw that one section the first time, and then the third, second time, and then the third time, because of the three different times in the movie it happened, um, that's literally all I could think about the entire movie was Second Corinthians 5.17. Um, so yeah, no, singular Jesus note because of that singular one thing. Alright, I mean, keep your uh, ears tuned to us, we got some some interesting information that will be coming out pretty soon. Um about some things that might have to do with comic books or might not have to do with comic books. We haven't decided yet. We um if you like what we're doing, you can please head over to patreon.com forward slash mb3 and consider donating to us. Um even one dollar a month helps us. Uh that's only twenty-five cents per episode, and it helps us be able to continuously do this and if you the more money you give, the less likely you'll hear all this background noise, minus the the main background noise, such as uh, other people talking about the podcast. Or yeah, during the podcast. Yeah, that, during the podcast, it has something to do, do with, with the podcast. Because the then then we have to cut the rest of it out, and then it's just pointless at that point. But yeah, um, you can go also on the site and pick up all, all the stuff that we talk about within the. Uh, the site being mb-3d.com forward slash agent-blue. Within each podcast, we have the uh, comics that we talked about and the Jesus notes for the podcast. And when the movies come out on DVD, that they we... will appear within this episode. So, so right now, it's not going to have Black Panther if you look down there, but when the movie comes out on DVD... It'll be there. It'll be there. I almost said DVD and VHS. VHS. If it comes out on VHS, we'll put it there too for you guys, specifically. All right. So uh, from us over here at Agent Blue, 